0: We're joined by Sheila Malcolmson, Vice Chair of the Status of Women Committee, to talk about it. Sheila, thanks for being here on the show. Hi, Kelly. Uh, I just want to, maybe you could uh, set out for the audience exactly the purpose of the Status of Women Committee.
1: It is one of the committees of parliament. Um, Our sole mandate is to look at what we can do around uh, women's equality and the status of women in Canada. Right now, for example, we're doing a study on economic justice for women, trying to figure out why so many women retire in poverty and make less money through their lives. So we're looking at uh, federal programs like uh, pay equity, like uh, universal childcare, like changing unemployment insurance laws so part-time work gets some protection, those kind of pieces. And we make recommendations to Parliament on how they can make women's lives better and more fair.
0: So yesterday, during a meeting, uh, a whack of your fellow committee members, most of them liberals, decided to walk out of the meeting because of the conservative pick for chair, Rachel Harder. What was the problem?
1: Yeah, I rang the alarm on this on Monday And I'm really glad that the Liberals joined me on Tuesday in opposing her nomination. Uh, This is a strange pick by Andrew Scheer. He chose the most uh, radically anti-abortion, anti-woman's choice uh, member of his 100-person caucus. He's got a lot of strong women in that caucus that he could have had as his status of women critic. Um, And then she was his pick to chair the committee. And I um, did a press conference on Monday just saying, this is impossible for us uh, to have Someone who's so overtly anti-choice, uh, they're standing up for women's equality. I mean, reproductive choices at the foundation of women being able to control their bodies and go to work and, and get I mean, plan their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could have picked really almost anybody else in this caucus that would have been less controversial. So is, is this a ready- done deal? Well, no. Um, I mean, I was ready at yesterday's meeting. To ask for the nomination to come, to, the Conservatives nominated Rachel Harder. I was going to um, have a, it voted, and hopefully, would we would vote it down. Um, but instead, the Liberals walked out. So I'm glad that they joined with me. The day before, they were saying, "Well, there's really nothing we can do. It's mm. complete." But so that was kind of their their method for yesterday, but um, we're meeting again on Tuesday, and I'll be again calling for a vote so that we can defeat Rachel Harder's nomination and then try to find a a more reasonable conservative to put in place instead.
0: When I first read the headline, I audibly said, what? What? You know, I just couldn't believe that uh, Andrew Shearer made a pick like this. Is this a deliberate signal to the social conservative wing of the party? Is Shearer letting them know he hasn't forgotten them? Or is this just a thoughtless oversight on his part? What are you thinking?
1: It's impossible for me not to see it as intentional. Uh, Rachel Harder, uh, you know, she was elected very proudly on an anti-choice, uh, you know, anti-abortion record. And, uh, you know, and, and her constituents elected her on that basis, you know, it was very transparent. Um, so, in, of course, everybody's able to express their own free will and, and, um, and represent their constituents, you know, in the way that she is. But it's different when you say that she's going to be the spokesperson mm. for Parliament's Committee on Women's Equality. So I don't have any quarrel with her being elected as long as she was up front with her, with her voters, and she really was. Um, Sheer had to have picked her... Um, on the basis of her very public, perfect anti-choice record, the way that the anti-abortion groups described it. And he could have had any other uh, whole um, slew of women in his caucus that would have done a good job. And in fact, the person that he had in there for the last, or that um, Ronna Ambrose had in Mm -hmm. for the first year and a half, was very even-handed. Marilyn Gladue, very excellent chair. Why Cher moved her out of that role and moved Rachel Harder in is... um, it can only be because of of her views and values.
0: I find it hard to believe that women wouldn't take this as an unintentional signal or uh, a signal that you know the party you know sheer the, the party's forgotten about or, women or women are worse that they never cared in the first place. You know, I thought. I mean, I'm not a conservative, but I really hmm. admired the work that Ronna Ambrose did. I thought she was she a was really fantastic solid leader,
1: and she really put a lid on some of the most um, problematic and of radical views of her caucus members. and it kind of feels to me from where I'm sitting that Andrew Shear's kind of taken the lid off it.
0: The law says that women in in Canada must have access to abortion services. So if the chair of the status of women committee uh, is anti-abortion, does that not suggest that Shear doesn't take that right seriously? I mean you'd have to ask Shear himself. Well, that, we uh, tried, but, but he he actually turned us down on the show today.
1: Oh, bad call. Bad call on his part. Interesting call. You know, it's 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 a, it's certainly a signal. Um, and, you know, we wouldn't accept this in, in on any other parliamentary committee. You wouldn't have a chair of the Indigenous Affairs Committee, someone that opposes the First Nations right to self-govern. You wouldn't have a big deal in Ottawa someone opposed to French language rights you wouldn't have them as the chair of the of the languages commission you know so to say that you're going to have someone who's um, against women's rights to to control their reproduction is is a extremely poor choice Um, it's an impossible choice and we're not as as committee members we're just not going to stand for it so Uh, we'll push again on Tuesday uh and make sure that she is not elected as as the chair, will keep pushing the Conservatives to put someone in more reasonable.
0: You know, I know there are people listening right now that, uh, you know, obviously abortion is a highly contentious issue and people, you know, are on both sides for, for various reasons. Even within the parties, there isn't a full consensus. But, uh, you know, can she not work within the law to limit access to abortion? I mean, is that not an unreasonable concern if she stays in that top spot? You know, her as a
1: Member of Parliament, no problem. There is a diversity of views out there. But she cannot be the spokesperson for our all-party work on on women's equality. Uh, She can't be the one that's helping to choose um, which witnesses are going to be heard what day. Um, She's not. A lot. And she just, it's untenable that she would have the ability to to shut down witnesses or to or to shut down some of us on committee who are asking questions that might drift into an area that um, that she philosophically and publicly has um, does not believe in. We get a lot of, of really vulnerable women, victims of domestic violence, um, women that um, that uh, you know, we need to have a spokesperson um, and a and a person chairing those meetings that that makes them feel safe. And makes them feel heard. And her record is so overt on this that um, I don't think um, that's a good atmosphere. Fine for her as a member of parliament, although I wouldn't vote for her, but impossible for her to be the chair of our um, our all party committee on women's equality.
0: I understand that the this is one of those. There's only a handful of House of Commons committees that, uh, you know, the opposition is allowed to, uh, you know, pick who's going to chair. Um. Is will you go so far as as look at uh who is in uh Shear's um the, the caucus and and suggest someone that would be better for the job?
1: You know, it's really up to the conservative caucus to try to find an, a more reasonable alternative. Um. Uh, but as a committee, I'm just one vote out of ten. So mm-hmm. on Tuesday, we'll have to get to that work of of if the conservatives won't. Nominate somebody else themselves is there some imaginative way that we can work within the house rules and and um, and nominate a different member that's what we're building towards for uh, for next tuesday
0: well as a as a woman uh, I find this an interesting message that shear has decided to send out whether it was intentional or not. it seems like uh, the wrong choice
1: he had a lot of choices, and there's no way that this was not a deliberate signal to women in Canada and to and to social conservatives i i it's and, and if it was a mistake, then, um, then we're going to see a whole lot more mistakes coming from Shear because this was one that was, um, Rachel Harder's anti-abortion record was, um, was very clear. She campaigned based on it. And um, the internet is full of examples of, of really quite radical statements that she's made. So, um, so if, that, if it really was a genuine error, then um, then we can look forward to more of those errors and, and Shear will be in the headlines for the next couple of years.